How is it going, podcast world? We are in the studio, or as some people call it, Justin's office. Uh, I, I think it, I call it my. Yeah, office. I think everyone calls it your office. I think we're the only people who actually call it your studio. <laughs> my studio. Yeah. Well, I mean, it could be our studio. Nope. No. My studio. Okay. All right. <laughs> all right. Tupac just not going to share any of your your blessings. Did he not share? Oh. Oh, uh, I mean, I'm just making I an assumption. Know. I'm sure, like Tupac. Like, Do you know said, anything about Tupac? He said everybody going to eat. You know what that reference is? No, I don't. Wow. You must not be feeding your friends. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I get that he referenced Jesus a lot. Yeah, he did. Tupac did, yeah. 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 Justin, how was your morning? (laughs) It was good. (laughs) Anything anything particular happened? Um, Anything that just warmed your heart and you just felt... The love of the Lord. <laughs> I just, you know, I can't, I can't think of anything. Really, Manny? not I'm one particular <laughs> thing that I went uh, out of my way to do. Uh, man, so you brought me uh, an excellent, and I would say as close to Chewy's as you can get. Yeah, thing of creamy jalapeno dip and yeah, some chips, and it was delicious. And I cannot wait to eat more of it. Yeah, this is a big compliment because yeah. Justin is very particular on his creamy jalapeno. I love like he would, Yeah, I, love I like fully jalapeno. intended to like have a very honest uh, review from you. Yeah, you would no, tell it me it was really close to the real thing. Really close. Yeah, and it, that was not even with like the good chips. It wasn't even with like the chewy yeah, chips. Yeah, I got the really. The I didn't chips. get the best chips. I feel like the chips make the experience. Chips are important. They are. But honestly, like, Chewy's chips are the only ones that you can have with Chewy's things. I wish Chewy's would, like, sell their chips. Like, you know how yeah. On the Border sells their chips right. and, like, other restaurants do that? Right. Chewy's, sell your chips. Sell your chips. And give us a gallon of your creamy jalapeno. You think You think if we tag Chewy's in this podcast, they'll sponsor us? We will do commercials for you. Yeah, like, you we, give I us will a give lifetime chew- supply of yeah, salsa. We will do jalapeno. a 15-minute ad in this podcast yeah. of just Chewy's. We will... We will do 15 minutes of content and 40 minutes of ad time yeah, for Chewy's. Worth it. Yeah, you give us. I have I have no guilt in that. Yeah, like, I will do that. I, I will sleep at ease knowing that th- that's happening to this podcast. That's right. That's right. And so we are talking about <laughs> something. <laughs> You've gotten really lazy with the segue. I don't. I can't. I, like I'm just. I need to tra- plan my transitions better. You need to plan them out. I yeah, need to. to I need to out. like do uh, like my plan. Turn the conversation like. Oh, while we're on Chewy's. Yeah. Know what else is Chewy like? I don't know, like let's brownies. Chew on this. Yeah, let's chew. Ah, you know, See, ah, I should be hosting the podcast. You should be hosting the Golly. podcast. Wow, please don't take my job. <laughs> I'm not taking your job. I don't want uh, your job. Yeah, no, dang, you gave me my job. I gave it to you because I didn't want it. Okay, well, <laughs> thanks. <laughs> well, we are in a way kind of talking about jobs, and we, in hey, a, in a certain way, we're actually talking about your job. Mm. Uh, so yeah, you like that. I got that's a pretty there good segue. Go. And so, segue. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Justin is actually. Um, going to be planning a church in yeah. the in the near future. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we are going to be. Uh, first of all, we're excited about that. This is a a godly thing. We want to be a hundred percent just on board and celebrate what God is doing, and just the fact that um, Rebecca and, and Justin um, are just being faithful, obedient servants, and and just going forward to continue the mission. And so that's what we're going to talk yes, about man. today. We're gonna we're gonna talk about church planning. So. Um, trying to get just the, the, the conversation going and make sure we all are on the kind of same page. Justin, so what is a church plant? Yeah. I, so I think to answer that question, you have to ask, what is a church? Yeah. And then you also have to ask, well, if what is a church is the question, then we have to ask, well, what is the church? Yeah. What is church? And, uh, and I think that's really important. People might think, well, that's a really basic question. Yeah. But I think a lot of people get this wrong. Maybe then they know the right answer on paper, 
but the way that they think on an everyday basis, where they function, the way they live mm-hmm. in in interaction with the church, kind of just shows like we don't really know what the church is. So yeah. to really answer the question of what is a church plant, you got to talk about well, what is the church. And the Bible is clear that the church is the body of Christ. It's the group of people who are, as Paul would say, in Christ. Mm-hmm. It's the global international community of believers that is the church everybody on earth who is saved yeah that's the church now when we think of church we don't tend to think of that we don't tend to think of the global body of believers what we think of is a church yeah we think of the church that we are a part a part of and we tend to think of like Columbus Avenue Baptist Church mm-hmm. or um, Highland Baptist Church or the Village Church in Dallas, whatever. Yeah. We tend to think of these institutions with a name that have groups of people who attend them. There's a building involved. There's a building involved a lot of times and stuff. And that's not wrong. Mm-hmm. That's true. Columbus Avenue Baptist Church is a church and it is an organization. It's got a budget. It's got a staff. It's got rules and policies and all that stuff. Like we, we are institutionalized in a way but what theologically what really is a local church yeah is a group of people in a community in a city in a town in a area who gather together to do life with one another to to share Christ with one another and their city, to share their possessions with one another, take care of one another, spur one another on, build each other up in the faith, um, to, to, to rebuke one another, to hold each other accountable, to, to correct one another, to make each other better. Um, that is what a local church is. Um, it's, a, it's a family of people with a mission for the city and for the world. That's mm-hmm. the way I would, I would put it. Um, it's a family on mission. This is language that we use in our college ministry. Yeah. We stole from other people. And so, nice. so that's, that's what a local church is. Yeah. And so now we can answer, well, what is a church plant? Uh, what's the difference, basically, between mm-hmm. a church plant and a church? Mm-hmm. Or, or what's the difference between a church plant and a planted church? Right. Right. And... Uh, and this is interesting because people actually like you, people will ask, um, you know what, in fact, I got a text message this morning from somebody who's not really involved in church. They're not a Christian. Um, but they saw this Facebook video where we're announcing that we're planting a church and all that. And, uh, they said, we are so excited for you in this opportunity to go plant a church. They put it in quotes and that's okay. And I think the reason why is they were like, well, that's the word you used but I don't really understand what that means oh, um, yeah. is, is what I think that's what they were saying. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're not a listener of this podcast, but if, if so they're not going to feel added. And so, but they, um, what they didn't understand mm-hmm. is that uh, churches start. Yeah. Right. Like local churches have a start. There was a, yeah, I guess an origin. There's an origin to every church. Like Columbus Avenue is over 100 years old. Wow. But at some point, what happened was, it was like in 1901, I think. Mm-hmm. I think it was 1901. Um, uh, uh, a group of people, a group of Christians in Waco decided to plant a church. And at the time was the edge of Waco. Yeah. Right now we're a dead center downtown. But when they planted this church, we were in the edge of Waco and they were trying to plant a church that in an area that didn't have many churches. Mm-hmm. And so they, they got together and they decided to start gathering 
and to start reaching and doing ministry in this area of Waco. And therefore, Columbus Avenue Baptist Church was started. They obviously had some sort of um, vision for their area. They yeah. named their church after it, the Columbus Avenue. Mm-hmm. Um, it's still the place uh, where we um, are. And so uh, all churches have some sort of start. Yeah. And so a church plant is that. Mm-hmm. A church plant is a church that's starting. Yeah. Um, that's it. So there's no difference theologically, in my opinion, uh, um, with um, I would say the church has been there for a hundred years, and the church is that's just right. If there is a, is there if there is a community of believers who are gathered, who are doing ministry, who are doing the one another's mentioned in the Bible, who are doing that Acts two forty two through forty seven um, ministry together, making disciples in their city. Yeah, that's a church, and whether it's a hundred years old or whether it's two days old. Now, when we say church plant. What we are talking about is a church that is starting mm-hmm. and may be dependent on other churches in the area or around the world, uh, maybe dependent on other people. Uh, it, it hasn't really like taken root, if you will. Um, uh, it's not as established, maybe not as organized. Maybe the believers aren't as mature, stuff like that. But it's still, it's a church. That's yeah. what it is. It's just a church. So that's that's a long answer, but... That's what a church plant is. Yeah, and so is there like any place in Scripture where we, I guess, see, uh, like church planting, whether it's like, whether it's yeah. a language of it, like like I don't think Jesus like word for word said and go out and make church plants. And so is there right. like a particular like is this something that we just started doing, or is there a place that we see this done in Scripture? Like where where is this idea of church plant, I guess, yeah. coming from? Yeah, yeah. So so the the first thing I think that we've got to say. Um, is that good church planting, uh, because a lot of people ask, you know, like I've gotten asked several times already, why plant churches? Yeah. Um, and I'm sure you're, you're getting there and yeah. stuff, but one of the things that they'll ask is why plant churches, especially in America, yeah. especially in the South, like in Texas or something like that. Why plant churches? There are a hundred churches in Waco. Why would anybody want to plant a church in Waco? We've got three church plants that I even know of off the top of my head right now yeah. who have started in the past year and a half. Well, there's a saying in West Texas, like you can always count on two things to be on every corner and it's going to be a, a gas station and a church. Yeah, absolutely. Right. And so you, um, people ask, and I think it's a legitimate question. Um, if you don't have all the information, right. Why would we plant churches here? Mm-hmm. And, um, in, in, what they're thinking when they ask that question is, do we really need more organizations yeah. who are supposed to be homes where people attend to worship and to receive Bible teaching? Do we, do we really need more of those institutions? Yeah. Do we really need more of those buildings? Do we really need more of those? We have plenty. If people want to go to church, then they'll go to one of those, right? Yeah. Um, yes, that's that's a good thought, mm-hmm. but church planting, if it's biblical, right, is not really about starting organizations mm-hmm. and starting um, uh, an institution or building a building in a neighborhood. It includes all of that, but what church planting is is making disciples. Mm. That's it. In fact, what um, uh, w- one thing that church planters will say a lot in in stuff is that you can plant a church right. and never make any disciples. But you can make a bunch of disciples and a church will plant itself. 
Yeah. And, and so that's actually what we're trying to do is we're going to whatever city that God's going to send us to. We don't know the location yet, but we're going to go to whatever city God's sending us to. And we're going to make disciples mm-hmm. and a body of believers is going to be born. Yeah. And that's that's the church plan. And so where do we see this in the Bible? I just wanted to explain that. Where do we see this in the Bible? Matthew 28, the Great Commission. Go yeah. and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And then you get uh, several other commands throughout the Gospels for Jesus is sending out his people. You know, Luke 10, he says, pray for more laborers into the harvest. The harvest is plentiful. And so uh, in the Gospels, he, he has several commands where he's commanding his disciples to go. Acts 1.8, where he says, you will be witnesses to the ends of the earth. All of this is just, hey, we need to go spread the message. Um, and the way that ha- that happens in Acts is church planting yeah okay so what happens in acts is is this thing called pentecost right Mm -hmm. and then pentecost is just a celebration that jews have um and uh they're all gathered in jerusalem at this time jews from all over the world are gathered in jerusalem to celebrate this um pentecost festival this is right after jesus has ascended into heaven and um the holy spirit comes on the apostles, the, the, the disciples that Jesus, uh, that followed Jesus and, and this other guy, Matthias. Yeah. And, and, and it falls on them. It falls on the, the believers. And, uh, and then Peter preaches this sermon and 3000 people are saved and are baptized. Yeah. The church in Jerusalem was just planted right there. In that that moment, God yeah. planted a church in Jerusalem. And in that moment, God planted the church mm-hmm. and and he says jesus tells peter yeah um that on this rock i'm going to build my church yeah. now i don't think he's actually talking about peter there but he's saying peter you're going to be a part of the process by which i'm going to build my church or it's not the word for plant but we would say another word for church planting could be church building not, yeah not a building that you go in but building a church right yeah. and so the, he, he builds the church there and then this guy named paul mm-hmm. right um, gets converted, all that stuff. And then his whole strategy for fulfilling the commission from Jesus to take this to the ends of the earth, his whole strategy is to go to cities and to make disciples in those cities and to plant churches in those cities. Yeah. To, to make disciples, allow a community of people to develop who are who are following Jesus and get them together in homes and, and, and do worship and have gatherings and take care of one another and make disciples to spread the, for, spread the word in that city, in that region. And then he will get up and go to the next city yeah. and he'll go plant the church in that city. And then once that kind of starts taking root and building, he'll go to the next city and keep doing that. And so then what we see and what most of our new Testament is are letters that he is writing to those churches that he started or that he planted mm-hmm. or rather it may be better to say he is writing the letters to the community of believers that he um, well, he made those first disciples. He's yeah. the one who went and, and evangelized to those people and brought them up. And so uh, the whole reason why you and I exist as Christians mm-hmm. and as church people yeah. um, and everybody listen to this who's, who's a part of a local church or who's a Christian who's part of the church, the whole reason why we exist is because of that, mm-hmm. because Paul did that, because the Holy Spirit did that. And so church planting is the reason why we are here. It's the reason why the gospel is spreading to the ends of the earth. Church planting is the mechanism by which we're making disciples of the entire world.
and I, and I and I feel like once you and I feel like like through just everything that this kind of I don't know cultural trend of just like not wanting to be an organization and so like if yeah. I if I see an organization I don't I don't trust it so there's just this right. distrust and if it you know I see a church that is saying like we're gonna have another organization that's gonna be doing things say he's doing things and like you know what I, that's enough I rather just serve elsewhere rather right. than just do these things right but I think it's having that mentality like this is actually a discipleship that's just being right. built up yeah and not an organization there's i mean right there's plans I mean, there's structure yeah, but yeah the i mean we're gonna go different. with yeah. we're probably gonna go to the city with a name in mind with yeah. a logo with a website and all that stuff but if it is only a logo a website and a sunday morning gathering mm-hmm. it's not a church right that's just a non-profit yeah um what we are starting is not about the logo the website and the organization itself. Mm-hmm. What we are doing is we're moving to a city as missionaries to make disciples. And the way you make disciples is through being the church. Yeah. Um, and so we're going to bring, you could say this, we're going to bring church to whatever city we're going to. And the city we're going to probably has churches. I'm not right. saying that we're going to go um, to the place where, you know, there are no churches and, and the gospel is only getting there because we're getting there. We're not, that's not what I'm talking about. But there's a group of people in whatever city we're going to that don't know Jesus, who aren't a part of the body and are going to know Jesus and are going to be a part of the body because we went. Yeah. And, and rather because God sent us and through God's power, through the Holy Spirit's power, we were um, able to be used in that way. That's mm-hmm. why we're going. And so, like, I guess, I guess another, like, question and thinking of, like, why do we need church plants? Like, why why go and start a new church, right? Like, right. can we go in and, like, let's say a church, because yeah. uh, there's so many of us, why not go in and maybe, like, if a church has been struggling with uh, creating disciples and, and teaching how to, you know, and equipped to how to make disciples, yeah. why not just go in and teach them how to do that instead of having to start all over again? Like, right. why? There's so many churches. Why not fix the churches we already have instead right. of trying to plant new ones? Absolutely. That's a really good question. And um, it's it, it makes sense, um, again, if you don't have all the information. Mm-hmm. And, and here's the information. This is like studies have been done on this. I don't have, like, numbers for you. I don't have stats. Um, but we do know that um, – well, actually, let me, let me back up. The The – I want to say that we want to do what you are saying right to the person who's saying like, why not? Why don't we just revitalize, you know, dying, quote unquote, dying churches? Why don't we just teach churches who are not reaching people to reach people? Why don't we just why don't we do that? Why don't we renew old churches instead of planting new ones? Why don't we just make the ones that we have better? We do want to do that. Yeah. Um, and we are doing that. There's that's a that's a thing that people do. Replanting churches that are dying, revitalizing churches that are just kind of lost their um, uh, life, you yeah. know, lo- lost their uh, uh, dynamic, you know, whatever their ministry is just kind of becoming less effective, whatever. Um, w- we do do that as a global church. That is a thing that we do. We want to continue to do that. But we plant new churches because like you got to think of it this way. We we have community groups in our college ministry, right? Right, yeah. And we started with uh, five community groups. Uh, sorry, no, we didn't. Seven community groups. Mm-hmm. We started with seven community groups, and um, we uh, reached about 45 students in those seven uh, community groups. It was awesome. 
but we knew that we wanted to reach more people. Yeah. We knew that there were more college students in Waco, Texas, who needed to hear the gospel and needed to find community to follow Jesus in. Right. Mm-hmm. And we knew that we weren't just going to be adding people. It was just, it was good. it's not practical. It's not possible that these seven community groups are going to be able to reach all the students in Waco. Yeah. Right. They just can't do it. Right. A good community group has probably like eight to 12 to 15 people max. Right. Yeah. And, and they don't tend to grow larger than that. And, and we don't really want them to grow larger than that. And so what's the solution? Mm-hmm. Well, we've got to raise up new leaders out of those seven community groups, send them out to start new community groups to make more disciples. Yeah. Because this particular community group has already got the people, mm-hmm. right? And it doesn't mean that those people aren't trying to reach other people. They are. But this new community has got the room. It's got the it's got the um uh the newness. It's got the drive. It's got the yeah. um it's just it's just got that what it takes to reach more people. We need yeah. more community groups to reach more college students. Um, the same thing is true, uh, with churches well, and actually let me back up one more thing with the community groups, a particular, we put our leaders in pairs generally, right. And, mm-hmm. and, uh, the two people that we put together, our student leaders that we put together, um, have a certain, uh, skill set and aptitudes and gifting that they offer to the whole mission, yeah. uh, that other people don't offer. Mm-hmm. Right. So they've so like they've got spheres of influence and they're a part of um, place, you know, people groups on campus and stuff like that, that they're going to be able to reach that other people, other leaders in our ministry aren't going to be able to reach. Um, maybe they're really extroverted and are going to reach a lot of extroverts. Maybe they're really introverted and they're going to reach a lot of introverts. Um, they're really into this. You know, they're really into um, uh disc golf yeah and so they're going to re- reach all the people who play disc golf right but this other guy over here hates disc golf he's never going to reach disc golf people right yeah, he never have any fun either right yeah. right right, right. <laughs> maybe, maybe this guy leads a really good bible study yeah but isn't really good at like really helping people with their problems mm-hmm. right but this guy is not great at leading bible study but man can he sit with some people and help them shepherd them through life's issues right mm-hmm. if you've got lots of life's issues you're probably not going to go to the dude who has a great Bible study. You're going to go to the guy who will sit with you, right? Yeah. And, and so, so the, they offer different skill sets um, to reach a different group of people. They've got different strengths and they've got different weaknesses. In the same way, when we plant churches, number one, we've got to plant more churches because m- new churches reach new people. Yeah. It's not as if we're going to be moving to this new city and then taking all the Christians from these old churches. We have no interest in attracting bored Christians away from their church. Yeah. We ha- only want to reach new and um, reach and make new disciples. We are moving to whatever city we're going to to reach the lost and to meet the needs in that city not to compete with other churches. In fact, we're coming alongside and to be a teammate with those other churches. Mm-hmm. And one of the ways that we do that is by offering a different set of skills. Yeah. There are pastors in there. Whatever city we're going to is going to have probably all the pastors in that town are going to be better than me. Yeah. Right. They're all going to be incredibly um, uh, good and, and, and they're going to be great preachers. They're going to be good at reaching other people. And so they're like that. older, they're more experienced, they're older, yeah. they're more experienced, they're wiser, whatever it is. Um, but they're just, they're not me. Yeah. They're not, they don't offer the same things that I can offer. They Mm -hmm. don't have the same weaknesses that I have. Yeah. Um, and they also don't have the same strengths that I have. And so when we go there, it's just overall the body of Christ benefits when we plant churches in 
when we plant new churches in cities that already have churches, but yeah. we plant those churches because um, we're going to reach more people in that city. Tim Keller says it this way, um, that church planting is the only way that we can know for sure that we are actually increasing the number of people in the body of Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it's the only way that we can really know for sure. Um, so yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that's why well, I think like, even like you look at the need of like church planning, like if, yeah. if, if, if there was not a need, we would not still be doing it. Right. So if they were right. people, if everyone was reached, there would be no need for a church plant. Because, right. But here we are, our world is still broken. People are in desperate need of, of hope. Right. And so that's why we are pushing through and continuing this idea of discipleship and planning churches. Like that's right. the goal is to reach the, the people who don't know. That's right. The message. Yeah. And so, uh, we kind of talked about this, and so, um, and you can kind of share what you're already starting to pray about. Yeah. Uh, but looking into maybe like the church you are seeking to plant, and what you would hope. What are some, I guess, uh, some benefits, or what are some needs you're you're seeing that God has laid upon your heart, and and with a church plant. Yeah. So we're we're pretty far out right yeah. now. Um, the way for anybody who doesn't know, the way what we're doing is we Columbus Avenue Baptist Church, the current church in which. In whose building we are sitting in right now, we both are employed by this church, um, uh, is partnering with Redeemer Church in Lubbock, Texas, a church that we've known as a college ministry for a while now and, and worked with. Um, and um, we are partnering with them to plant a new church. It's, it is literally um, two churches getting married and having a kid. Yeah. And that's what it is. Um, and, and so... Uh, we are actually, the way this is going to happen is Rebecca and I are going to be moving to Lubbock at the end of this semester uh, to be on staff at Redeemer for two years, be trained, and then we're going to wherever. This is why we don't know where we're going yet, because um, we really haven't had that much time to think about yeah. it. <laughs> um, and so uh, we we will be trained for two years and then go. Mm-hmm. So as far as what we're going to need or what we need right now. I've got a few things, but there's going to be more things that I that we learn along the way that we're going to need. But here's what we need uh, right now. Number one, and I mean this, number one is prayer. Mm-hmm. Um, we need everybody listening to this to join in and pray for God to move in whatever city that we go to. Start praying now. Don't wait till we go. We're praying right now. We've been praying for uh, months now without... I mean, even before we even knew for sure that we were doing this, we're like, even if this is a possibility, God, I just, I'm praying for whatever city. I don't know the name of the city. I don't know the people there, but I'm praying for that city that you would just go before us and that you would start sharing the gospel, um, that you would start, um, uh, or you start letting the gospel take root a little bit, that you would start moving in your spirit, the people who are going to be reaching, right? Um, cause we believe he has those people in mind. He knows yeah. exactly who's going to be coming to our church, right? Um, and then, so number one, pray, um, pray for us as well. Um, uh, pray for Rebecca and I, for our, for our kid, um, and, uh, future kids, um, uh, you know, cause that's, that'll likely be a thing, um, at some point. And yeah. so, uh, the, um, pray for our family that we would be bold, that we would have faith, um, and that God would provide. We, we believe he will, he promises to, but, um, we want to, we want to make sure that we're dependent on him for that. Um, so prayer, 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 prayer. I can't emphasize that enough. We need prayer. Um, the other thing we're, we're going to be needing, mm-hmm. uh, we're not quite ready for this yet, um, but we are actually going to need money. Yeah. Um, and, and I know that the listeners of this podcast, some of you are at a point in life where you can 
uh, afford to give. You've got a house. You're older. You you have kids or whatever. Yeah, salary. It is. Right. Yeah. You got people. We we know some of you are listening to this, um, but we know a lot of you listening to this have none of those things. You have and ramen. In, in you your have pantry. ramen in your pantry, and you've got just empty beer in your fridge. Right. <laughs> that's all you've got, and and that's 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 okay. Um, but the fact still remains that mm-hmm. uh, one we're called to give and, yeah. and, and there's nothing worth, there's nothing more worth investing in than, than the advancement of the gospel around the world. Um, so the way this is actually going to work is uh, for us to be on staff at Redeemer for two years and be trained. We're actually raising my salary for those two years mm-hmm. as it, it's not yet for the church itself. It's just raising our salary so that we can go be trained which is a very important process. Oh, yeah. Very important thing. We do not want to be sent out to whatever city without having the appropriate training. That's mm-hmm. that's not smart. It's not wise. And it's unbiblical. We're yeah. not going to do that. Um, so we want to we get the right training. And so for us to live, we are going to be raising money. Um, and uh, and if you want to partner with us, I'll tell you how here soon. Um, but uh, and then eventually we're going to be raising money for we're going to be asking for people to partner with us um, financially for this church um, to to give to the church so that we can um, bring other teammates along so that we can, you know, ministry costs money so yeah. that we can provide for the needs of our city so that we can reach other people. And so um, we are asking even the listeners of this podcast to get on board um, with that and to partner with us. And the way that you can do that right now is that you can just contact me directly. Yeah. Um, and, and we can talk about this. I'd love to talk to you about that. And if, if you, uh, if you, if you want to email me, you can email me at justin.smith, uh, at cabcwaco.org. And, um, and we can talk about that okay. and we're going to have a more formal way, but we're not actually into the fundraising phase yet. And if you didn't get that, you can also DM our Instagram for Justin's DM the Instagram, con- Avenue Justin's Waco. Yeah. 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 Uh, and we would love, uh, I'd love to start having a conversation with you about, um, you partnering with us and stuff. And again, I don't have all the details yet, mm-hmm. but it we can start having that conversation. And then the the third thing, uh, this is a future thing, yeah. but it's something that we need people to start praying about. Um, we're going to be asking people to go. We're going to be like asking go, people like go with you? to go with us, yeah. to come with us, not to Lubbock. Yeah. We're going to go for two years and well, get trained. Well, i got to go cancel my apartment lease now. Because <laughs> yeah. I, I where everyone's moving to Lubbock. To, yeah. You can come to Lubbock with us if you want. It's just that you're you, you, you're, go break, break you're not going to be joining a church that's new. You're going to be joining my Redeemer. parents' heart. I'm yeah. moving back to Lubbock. Right. <laughs> Man, Manny is from Lubbock. Yeah, right. So, um, But in two years, wherever we move um, mm-hmm. to plant this church, we're going to be asking people that we know. Yeah. Um, and even if I don't know you, um, if you're interested then the same thing, contact me via email or via the Instagram, whatever. Um, and we can have that conversation. I'm not quite ready to have a detailed conversation about that yet, because right. obviously we don't even know where we're going, mm-hmm. but eventually we are going to be asking people to come with us. And that's something that you need to start praying about right now. Yeah. Um, that's something that you need to, you need to say, Hey, I don't have all the information, God, mm-hmm. but would you be calling me to go to move with Justin and Rebecca to go plant this church wherever it is? Um, and, and here's cause I, cause I, I know the, the people thinking like, okay, well, well, here's the deal. Yeah. In America, we determine where we live 
based on where we work. Right. Right. Like, so well, I have to just see where I get a job. I don't know. Like I'm going to graduate college in two years or I'm going to graduate grad school in two years, whatever it is. And I just don't know where we're going to be. I don't know where I'm going to be. I don't know where my accounting job is going to take me or whatever it is. I don't know where I'm going to get a job. I don't know what I want to do yet. So we'll have to see what I want to do and see where that takes me. Yes, that's all well and good. You don't know what's going to be true. Exactly. Yeah in two years you just don't you don't mm-hmm. you don't know what's gonna happen we don't yeah lord willing we're gonna be planting a church but we don't know james uh four right yeah uh what is my life it's yeah. a vapor you know god could take me in any moment and we're not gonna be planting this church but we might plant this church in two years yeah and um and so uh we are already resolved to move to a city to follow god's call um wherever it is and whatever it means to, to do this thing, to, mm-hmm. to plant this church. And that's not just for the pastors. Yeah. That's not just for the church planters. That's not just for the ministers, the quote-unquote professional Christians. I believe firmly and unapologetically that all Christians yeah. are called to say yes to God without knowing everything. That, that it is it is our job to put the yes on the table mm-hmm. and say, God, I don't even know what you're calling to me calling me to yet. But it's a yes. Yeah. And and so what I'm asking our listeners right now, if if you at all um, or I'm just asking you to pray about this, yeah. to, to ask God, like, God, like, are you calling me to go with them? I don't know the information. I don't know exactly when mm-hmm. I don't know exactly where. But are you calling me to go and to begin praying about that and to begin thinking about that um, and. Um, Which I think people would think is a radical idea because I guess yes. culture is I get the job and then I plan my life. Right, right. I get I get the job, I move to the city, yeah. and then I will look for a church. Right. What you're saying is, no, you already know what church you're going to be at, yeah, and yeah. then you're going to go find the job. That's exactly like, like what if. I mean, yeah. think about this. Like we always, people, Christians around the world or church people uh, always are – um, finding a place where they work, which sometimes I, mean, I get, sometimes you don't have a choice and that, yeah. that's fine. Um, but, but some, we're all just finding a place where we can find a job. We're living in a place because we found the job there. And then we're looking for churches in the town where we work. Mm-hmm. But what if, what if our priorities were in such an order yeah. that we moved to cities in order to start churches yeah. and let, and, and started looking for jobs in those cities. Yeah. Rather than going church shopping in the city where you work, mm-hmm. why not go job shopping in the city where you church? Mm. Like, like, why not? Like, and, and you can think about that. Like, why isn't that the way it yeah, works? Yeah, why don't we do that now? Yeah. yeah like, like, why isn't, like, if we're really called to the mission, and I'm, again, I'm not talking about professional people. Yeah. I'm talking about, Everyday Christians, even every, college students, co- like, even college. I know college students who transferred from one college to another college in the middle of their college career mm-hmm. to join a church planting mission. Yeah. Like that's like that happens. It's not just a way out there idea. It happens. And you've just got to think. And, and this is not a guilt trip. I'm not trying to, you know, be, there's real fear. Yeah. I'm I'm afraid. Rebecca is afraid. We've got the fear. Mm hmm. Faith is not absence of fear. Yeah. Faith is also not absence of doubt. Faith is trusting God even when we don't have all the answers and even when we're like, uh, I don't know. Yeah. Like that's that's what faith is. And so we 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 just have the faith by the grace of God to say yes no matter what happens. Right. 
and even when we don't have all the answers. And so what we're just asking every Christian is like, man, if the mission of God is this important, mm -hmm. then why would you let anything get in the way of that? Yeah. And again, not a, God's not going to call everybody to join our church. No. And, and we are not at all saying that people who don't are sinning or being disobedient. Yeah. What we're saying is that we, I firmly believe that God is calling somebody listening to this podcast to come with us. Mm -hmm. And I'm asking that person or those people to be obedient and yeah. to say yes. Yeah. Um, and we will let you know what all that means yeah. in the future. <laughs> As I know, you will know. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think, I guess, that, that is a biblical thing to do, to, to, to go by faith instead of yep. uh, personal security. But there is also a a strategy and a benefit in going as a church body opposed to just dropping you and Rebecca off in, yeah, the, in yeah, the middle yeah. of, a, sure, yeah. of a town. Absolutely. Um, and so we, it's, it's, we talked about this kind of the difference between going with your family versus just parachuting in. Right. And so there's a reason why Justin and Rebecca are going to need people to go with them. Right. They're going to need people to, to be that support to, I mean, the ministry is a lonely place and, and yeah, it's yeah, yeah. just two people yeah. in the midst of a city alone. Right trying to make disciples i mean yeah. you talked about that with uh a while back when the cg like you only had yeah yeah, yeah. only certain only certain cgs can make a certain amount of disciples right? right 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 two people are gonna have a hard time discipling a city that's right if it's just them too that's right we're not interested in doing this alone we're not interested in 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 going to this city just me and rebecca and our kids and um uh starting a church from scratch if you will mm -hmm. what we're interested in is taking a group of people a team of people a core core group and uh, of, of believers yeah, um, who are committed to the mission of God and want to see life change and want to see culture change and want to see a city changed. Um, we're going to take those people and we're going to do this together in community. Um, we will be a church before we plant the church, yeah. if that makes sense. And, and we're going to take it. Uh, we're going to take that team and, uh, and we're going to do life together. And it's, it's, it's going to be a beautiful thing, man. It's going to be a really cool thing. It's going to be hard. It's going to be the hardest thing that we've ever done, probably. Mm -hmm. um, but it's probably going to be the best thing that we've ever done. Yeah. Um, and I would, I would think that anybody who's going to be a part of it, it's going to be one of the best things that you've ever been a part of. Yeah. I mean, God's going to be involved the whole yeah. step of the way. So yeah. <laughs> you're literally working with God, participating in the mission that he's called us all to. Yeah. And I mean, if you want to see God work in ways that you've never seen him work, do something that requires your dependence on him. Yeah. Like, like actually requires, requires your, your ultimate like, faith. Like, and, and I'm not trying to hold myself up as an example. Yeah. But one of the things that me and Rebecca have learned, it's been a sanctifying process for us. Mm -hmm. We are literally giving up my cushy job and salary yeah. in Waco and having to completely depend on God to provide for us through other people mm -hmm. in order to do this for the long haul. Yeah. We don't know how long it'll be before it could be never that we are quote unquote self-sustaining. We don't know. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, we're literally depending on God to provide through other people, um, for our financial security, mm -hmm. um, which financial security is an illusion. We can talk about that anyway, but yeah. it, we're, it's, it requires faith. We, it requires faith. We're having to depend on God for mm -hmm. this. It's forced us into that position. You've, you've thrown yourself in the midst of the battle, literally. Right. And I know, because I've read my Bible, mm -hmm. that God promises yeah. to move in ways. And I, I, just, I, just, I just want to see God. And I've seen him do this. I'm not, like, you know, like I'm not saying like I've never seen him. But I just want to see God do something where I can't say, well, this is why that happened. Yeah. I can only say, 
That's you, all I, at, at the end of the day, you won't be able to say it was you and Rebecca did this. You No. Me, me and Rebecca cannot do this. Yeah. It is not possible for me and Rebecca to do this. Yeah. It is only possible for me and Rebecca and the team that we bring mm-hmm. to be used by God to do this. It's a God thing. And if somebody wants to see God move, all they got to do is come with us. All you got to do is join church yep. plant. Yeah. And so if you're listening um, or if you've, if you've been watching, whatever, whatever you've just been joining us, Man, like Justin said, I encourage you to pray. Like the yeah. the and I, and I think there's this. We can talk about prayer as well. There's a culture of I just pray one moment and then I just stop. Like there there's going to be a yeah. long prayer that's going to go into. Oh yeah, yeah. Am I going to be the the person that maybe joins the team? I'm going to be the person who maybe helps fund the team. Don't stop praying for that until at least two and a half years from now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't you don't stop praying ever and yeah, yeah so yeah, yeah. yeah. and so that's good. that's good yeah just don't stop praying yeah. period literally always be praying for justin and rebecca and and the, wow, okay, and the yeah. plant oh, that they're going to be yeah. uh the churches are going to be planning in the future but Justin, we're we're, we're so excited for you i'm so Thanks, excited man. for you when you when you told uh the, us as a staff yeah. uh my first reaction was like oh my gosh it's happening it's happening it's this yeah. this god thing that i think we've yeah. talked about just casually just for a while it's yeah. just it's I'm like God's doing it. Yeah, God is doing. God's the thing. doing something pretty cool. We don't know what it's going to look like yet, yeah. but we know that we know that God's in it, and we know that God's going to do something pretty cool. And pretty cool is a massive understanding. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. It, it, yeah, so we like I said, pray about it, y'all. Yeah, God is going to do a great thing, and and that's what we've. If you're a believer, you have been called to do great things through Him. Yeah. Um, and that might be this church that's going to come about and so we encourage you uh, to ask questions to pray and literally just have the kingdom vision in mind when you do all things and so we love you guys we miss you and we'll see you next week